Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another Sunday Sessions with me, Craig Leach, and the beautiful Liam Sexton. How you doing, buddy? Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> I love these starts, man. They're my favourite part about it. <laughs> it sounds so organic and not like we've been sat on a fucking Zoom call for the last 15, 20 minutes I know, at man. all. <laughs> So what are we doing this week? So our Sunday sessions, as you all know and love already, these are our little short stories where me and Liam basically confess to fucking up. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Just put ourselves in a position where we'll never be hired again. It's great. Yeah. What a fucking great idea for your career. I know. I mean, Confess I, 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 all your flaws <laughs> on record. <laughs> We're going to be talking touring forever. We'll never be actually touring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so we've decided that we wanted to. Uh, we definitely want to touch on airports this week, don't we? And we uh, don't know why. We just airports came up as an option to yeah. talk about. We both went, yeah. So I've had some terrible times in airports. <laughs> I've had some of the worst times of my entire <laughs> life in airports. Which uh, I'm going to I'm going to dive straight in. Um, like some of the guys listening to this, hopefully, uh, will very much remember this and probably have a very different version of the story but uh, <laughs> in like 2017 with postmodern jukebox um we uh what had we done we'd we were right at the start of the tour and we had done a load of um like north african dates to start off with so all fly dates Sick. and uh, it was like brilliant this is great um and then, so we did that, like, six six days or something like that, like, living out of a bag, fly dates, everyone's fucking exhausted. Real, real tough start to a tour. And then uh, we're flying out of, um, can't remember, uh, into, <laughs> like, trying to get to Helsinki, where we were meeting our bus and doing a show. That's a great flight to be it taking. Was a fucking <laughs> slog. But our, our flight had to go via Paris. Oh. And... Charles de Gaulle by any chance? I fucking hate Charles de Gaulle, literally. Um, so we are, we do that and like we take off and uh, it's quite a comfortable flight. It's all good. Everyone's okay, but we are running late. This is into just, like, Charles de Gaulle, is it? This is into Charles de Gaulle. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we start to notice that we're running late. Our connection is just, it ain't going to happen. So we're speaking to, like, I was speaking to flight attendants and my assistant was speaking to flight attendants just trying to be like, oh, I've got an assistant. <laughs> oh, I've got an assistant. Oh, an assistant. It's actually, uh, yeah, yeah. Assistants Sorry, are wrong I was word really because, you off uh, I think they did half the work, really. Dog's body. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Equal. No, I'll equal. Just, I'll just take more responsibility, I guess. The <laughs> and buck more stops wage. with me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're 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 trying to like basically trying to get a message to the other plane that we want to be on that we're gonna be late. Um so we land basically as oh wait, and the worst thing was it was split over two flights, our second leg, which was great. So all on the one Brilliant. plane into Paris and then from Paris two separate flights into Helsinki. Oh, you never fucking seen any of the gear that you've flown on those flights oh. again. Mate, so we we obviously got off the plane, um, and it's supposed to be directly transferred to the um, jobby. We then um, we're then walking through the airport, like running through the airport, trying to mm-hmm. get to our connecting flight, knowing that we've missed it. Um, Love that, and and basically 
the first flight could go. Um, and I, w- I was on that first flight and my assistant at the time was on the second flight. So we just made the executive decision that... Of course. I'm going to go meet the bus and kind of deal with shit that end. Just stay with these people. And like, so half the band with me, half the band with her. And they missed their flight, basically. Brilliant. So um, I feel like I missed something massively in here. It's really hard to talk about this because it was such an awful time. I blocked it out my brain. It's horrible. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway, so when we landed, yeah, so when we're running to it, anyone that's been to Charles de Gaulle, it, it's fucking ginormous. Right? It's like a half an hour walk. It is ridiculous. Um, so... Yeah, we're all running and doing it, and then you have to go through extra security and stuff. And and one of the ladies who we're with decided to have an argument. Well, well, she didn't decide to, but we're all tired and started arguing with one of the stu- um, the security people, which slowed us all down. And then um, that always happens. There's always one person in the yeah. full party that's like, "Fuck you!" To security, to go. Let's go, 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 go. And then uh, we um. Obviously, I, I then got on my flight. They missed their flight. Um, so whilst I'm in the air, I'm trying to sort out stuff on the phone with uh, Air France, trying to work out what bags made it onto our flight and what didn't. <laughs> so it, it turned out that when we landed, I found out that all of our bags hadn't made it onto my flight. Of course they hadn't. <laughs> the second flight, that they were supposed to, the the other half of the band was supposed to get on weren't able to fit on it so their next flight they could get was the following day and take this like this is this is a fly show so people have literally got laptops and stuff and they're now having yeah. to do an overnight at a hotel airport fucking dog shit mm-hmm. um air france have fucking lost everything um of course they have and uh I've, I've told this so badly. It's so annoying. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so they had to spend a night there. They finally got on a, on another plane and it was great. And then they landed and obviously none of the bags were on the plane. They landed in. So we get to this show and like we, we had met the bus. So we had some back line. I had some stuff, like all my pelly cases were gone. Uh, all our production stuff, all our wardrobe stuff was gone. Everything. Jesus and, uh, Christ. 21 bags in total were missing. So people's all of everyone's personals, all their clothes for the entire tour and everything were missing. Um so we ended up taking the, the company credit card and going to buy outfits for everyone and some fresh well, yeah, underwear yeah, for the people to. that needed it. Um and just trying to make people as comfortable as possible. Um and we didn't actually get we got all the production cases back about two days later, but we didn't actually and obviously we're bouncing around, so we're going from Helsinki to somewhere else or somewhere else it's that's about... always a really fun game yeah. <laughs> so we, we're then calling up every day just getting an update of yeah. where our bags are um eventually about eight or nine days later the last bag arrived with us and it was just this like I, people were in tears like I bet. Not, like just, <laughs> of just sheer thank fuck this bullshit's over yeah absolutely but i reckon i've still got there is one we had a tap board which is basically just a slab Fuck. of wood. Oh, right, okay. Um, somewhere in Charles de Gaulle. It just never made it. I like to think that there's some very Parisian mime 
now performing in the centre of Charles de Gaulle on a bit of wood that he's just (laughs) found. I'm like, oh, that'll do. I'll use that. Yeah, but it was a fucking nice one and all. And that that flown with us all over the world and then it fucked up in Paris. (laughs) Fucking pricks. Paris is where all of my bad times on tour happen. Like, no shit. Have you ever seen? I don't know if anyone else has ever seen this. That's, that's listening. Have you ever seen the the TV show, the HBO show called Roadies? I saw it and got very frustrated at it. It is very frustrating, yeah. and it's. I mean, if you watch it from the point of view as having been on tour, you're like, this is absolute no, it's, bullshit. It's when the girl skateboards under the truss whilst the rigger, it's moving. Yeah, the rigger that and skates underneath like, the truss. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that. That wouldn't happen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but the one thing they did do very well, I thought that was really good was there is a character from England who flies over to the tour uh, and on that flight his bag goes missing and throughout the rest of the series at some point you see him in every episode calling the airline and saying no 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 I'm I'm not there anymore you have to send it two days express overnight or whatever to to this place that's where I'll be in two days and that is the reality of touring a lot of the time when bags go missing you are quite Lucky if you get them back the same Just day. Just trying to hunt them down, aren't you? It's like, Most of the time, you, you're literally bouncing back and forth. I mean, on the last tour, last summer tour I did, that's the festival summer tour um, with Idols, uh, um, Backline Tech had a bag that he was bringing on as his carry-on. Uh, the flight was full. They told him he had to check it at the gate. And he was like, I don't want to do that. It's not going to make it on the flight. I don't want to leave this bag behind. Yeah. Uh, they made him do it. It didn't make it on the flight. Um, um, they caught we were flying to like, was right. yeah, we were flying to Helsinki and then we were flying back the next day. Yeah. So he was like, they obviously we got there, it hadn't turned up and we went and spoke to the baggage people. I said, just look, leave it there yeah. because we're going to be back the next day. Yeah. We'll just pick it up from Heathrow. It's fine. We flew back home. It'd fucking flown out to Helsinki after us. Oh, it's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> they were like, oh, we'll send it back to your house. And went, well, I'm back here in three days, so just send it back to the fucking airport yeah. and I'll come and get it. Just leave it alone. Stop just doing fucking, stuff. Just don't do anything with it. <laughs> it's so... Fun. And bless them, like, a lot of the time, it's no, there's no one to blame. Like, No, no, no. It is like, these, these things do go wrong and it's, you do your very best to stay very calm and not tell everyone and their fucking parents that they're complete twats. But mm. sometimes that one person catches you when bag 22 is missing for day nine, where you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> I do quite enjoy the ho- the checking in experience now as a tour manager. Now that I've done it quite a lot and I know yes. the system, I know how we're going to do it super quick. It used and to I make really- me very anxious. Me too. But mm. what I really enjoy is when someone behind the desk thinks that they know better. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Like we yes. come in and you've got nine people or ten people and like four or five trolleys worth of equipment and mm-hmm. um, all gathered together. I always go and find someone I'm like, look, there's loads of us. If you open up a second line for us, we'll be straight in and straight out. Yeah. I'll come with all the passports all together. I know exactly whose bags are whose. Yeah. We can get this done in like 10 minutes and we won't be clogging up the lines. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they go, yeah, of course, it's fine. Yeah. Just come straight through, we'll get it done. Occasionally, they go, no, 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 you have to wait. It's like, okay. And like, well, okay, <laughs> we'll get in the way. Don't you worry Not about it. And then when we get to the top, they're like, okay, one by one. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and then they insist, that. and I'm like, okay, one by one. These four idiots don't know which bags are which. <laughs> they have no idea. They haven't even got the passports. <laughs> I've got them. 
So they're going to come up and they're going to know anything. They don't know where they're flying to. They don't know what flight they're on. (laughs) We had, like, in Australia, I've had multiple issues with someone being like, no, like, what we'll do is line them all up and do this and we'll do that. And then I'll put tags on them and then I'll just allocate them all to you. I'm like, okay, that works. And then I've had it, did it once where this guy, he was training, bless him. Mm. Like, and like, that's a baptism of fire right there. Like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> to, so we were we were a touring party of 16 people. So there's me there with 16 passports. I think it was like four, 40 bags probably. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, here and this. And then he gave me tags and stuff. And then he started trying to reallocate tags into people's passports. And I was Ooh, like, bad idea. I'll tell you now, mate, stop that. Because you're making your life really difficult. And he's like, no, 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 I've got this under control. We were there about 35 minutes. I sent everyone through and I was just stood there just like, um, I need to go. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, yeah. just listen to, I know it's your job, yeah. but just listen to me. Yeah. And we'll get this nice and quickly. There's yeah. a woman who works in Heathrow at the BA counter who is amazing. I can't remember her name at yeah. all, but over the summer last year, she was there for like, I don't know, five just flights like, in a row where we were checking in. And yeah. she was really nice to start yeah. with. And like, I think she get like upgraded us to like business security or something like that. So she was like, oh yeah, just go through that bit there. You yeah. can all just go through nice and quick through the, yeah. the easy security check bit. And every time we came back, she saw us and would kind of maneuver it so that she always had us at her counter. Perfect. Because she yeah. knew exactly what we were doing. It was love fucking it. brilliant. It was great. I love that. I love yeah. it. I love, love it when you get to an airport and then some they know what they're doing. Like especially yeah. like as we've spoken about on this a few times, like with carnets and stuff, like once you've got everything and then you go to a customs office in an airport and someone mm-hmm. looks at you when you hand them a document and they're just like, What's this? And you're just like, Oh god, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't in America, um, yeah. I handed someone a carnet who was training, actually. Yeah. Um like a customs officer that was training and I, you probably do the same thing. Um, but I prepare my carnet on the flight. Yes. So everything's been put through and I do all the paperwork myself. I know yeah. exactly what we've got. I cross out all the stuff that's not here. I fill out all the landing bits that are mine and sign yeah. everything. So that when I get to the car, the counter in, um, Slide it customs, under. I just go, they go all done. This counterpart, you can have all that. Tell me if you want to see something, it's all right here. And yeah. they usually go, yeah, fine. All right. Whatever. Yeah. And this guy was like, right, this is going to be a difficult one to the girl he was training. Um, this is quite a complicated document. Opened it up and he went, ah, he's done it all. Yeah. Fine, just stamped it. Didn't even look at anything. Just yeah. went, oh, just fucking, for fuck's yeah. sake, just done it all. Just gave it straight back to me. Oh, love it. I uh, I had a real issue with the carne once coming out of Turkey, I think it was, like trying mm. to get home. And uh, I was with Sam, our monitor engineer for PMJ. And, uh, Basically got there, and I don't know whether you've ever flown out of Turkey, and you get given... The, yes. Was yeah, it Turkey? Yeah. No, no, it was Israel. We were coming out of Israel. Oh, and fuck, okay. they did not like us at all. Um, I I had them asking me questions about the financial affairs of post one jukebox, and I'm like, you're not getting this. I'm the tour manager. I know nothing about this company's <laughs> financials. <laughs> I, I know about this tour's financials, and I can... Like if you really want to see all of this, like I'm completely open book on it. Let's talk about it. But they're like, "Who's Scott Bradley?" And I'm like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, he's like, your fucking dad, mate. Yeah, That's who he is. Like, Do I really need to explain the whole business model of this just so I can get on the fucking flight and go home? 
So we were in there for three hours or so, and I got I ended up getting a security escort on a buggy to the gate because I was just like, I'm not going to make it. And they're like, come on. And I was like, oh, you changed your fucking tune, haven't you? <laughs> Oh. Happened to us in India going into there. Um, the, our entire tour party got separated. Uh, our tour manager and like three or four of the band got held in customs in a, in individual rooms. And we weren't told why or what yeah. they were doing or when they were coming out. We just sit in the fucking foyer of this airport yeah. with like no information, nothing. Yeah. And they came out and they were like, yeah, they were trying to like cross-reference to see if people were bringing drugs and all that sort of stuff in. And it was like... Right. Well, that's uh, fun. I understand that's why they do it, but it's it's a horrible feeling. Did yeah, I tell it's you not about fun. The, did I tell you about the time I made a massive mistake once? And it was like, I just didn't think, like, we were doing a fly show. In fact, it was that same tour when we were doing uh, North Africa. And um, I, I, was, I was doing the fly pack, and for some reason I picked up our radios. Right. So I tried to fly radios into North Africa. Um, so I've literally, I've got a stamp in my passport with in in red that's then circled and crossed out because when they stamped it red, they they translated it for me and were like, "This means you can't leave. You can't do anything. Like you, you're in trouble." Holy but, shit! You never told me this. Jesus yeah, Christ! Well, I, was, I, I was close to being like in severe trouble because they thought that bringing in radio equipment, obviously, I'm going to try and blow something up. Fucking hell! Um, so ended up having to then leave all the radios at the airport mm. and then pick them up five, six days later, or wherever it was. Yeah. No, that was right. So, yeah, because we, we flew into somewhere, I left them there, and then obviously had to pick them up and then try and fly them to the next place, go through the same ordeal again, <laughs> leave them at the airport, and each time, oh, yeah. Oh, Sick. such a fucking headache, man. <laughs> I miss it so much, though. Me too, me too. Yeah. It is ridiculous, isn't it? I fucking love it. I, I, I would, uh... What I would do to be sat in Charles de Gaulle right now. <laughs> I haven't fucked up on a flight for a while, but the last time I did cost me five hundred pounds from my, my own five hundred <laughs> English pounds from my own pocket. Oh no! So I was in America um, with a band uh, in like March sort of time. Let's say I can't remember exactly when it was, hmm. and. I'm quite organised with when uh, we're doing festival runs. I'll tr- I try to have like my buses, my vans, and my flights booked by like end of January at the latest, so everything is done. I already know where we're, where we're going, everything's finished. So I've got the best price I can, and just for my own peace and of you mind, can kind of learn it like a script that way, can't you? Exactly. Yeah, I have like I can work from a document that tells me exactly what's happening at all times for you know the entirety of summer. So I've done all of that for all the band and the crew. Um, in January and then this tour we decided that for summer we were going to add a monitor engineer because we didn't have one until that Mm. point so then obviously I had to go back at that point and rebook flights to go along with our flights that already booked and for the most part I think we had like one or two where I was like there there aren't any seats left on this flight you're going to be able to fly the same day but you're going to be at different times to us which is fine it is what it is Um, we've got about a month and a half in um, coming out of 
Portugal. I can't remember what the airport was. Yeah. I can tell you the airport by sight because I've had terrible experiences in that airport every single time I've been there, it's but I can't tell you the name. You go, oh, I know this fucking yeah, place. <laughs> it's fucking horrendous. Um, pulling out of the festival, back to the airport. We were going home for a few days. I remember that much because everyone was very excited. We hadn't been home for a little while for like more than a day or so. So it was quite yeah. good. Got to the counter, doing the usual, as we've just spoken about, like, right, give me all your passports. I'll get everything sorted. Don't you worry about it. Go up there, all the passports. The guy behind the counter is checking them through. Gets yeah. to the monitor engineer and he's like, I don't have this guy. I'm like, uh, no. That's uh, where excuse me, sir. <laughs> You fucking do, because I book all these flights and there's no fucking way that I don't have this fucking person on a flight. I was really fucking angry because it was yeah. like, how dare you <laughs> suggest yeah. that I can't do my job properly? <laughs> Check it again. Check it again. Uh, it turns out I can't do my job properly. And uh, I hadn't booked him a flight. There was no flight. <laughs> it's the worst, man. And what was worse is that he had already told his wife that he was coming home that day at the wrong time because he'd misread the document and thought he was coming home like four hours earlier than he originally was on the flight we were all booked on. Yeah. Um. So then he had to call her and be like, oh no, sorry, I got the times wrong. <laughs> and then had to call her again and be like, oh no, I'm, I'm gonna, not going to be here until like way later today. <laughs> she was furious. Oh, you know, the I felt terrible. I just had to leave him at an airport. I was like, just went and paid for a flight. I went, bye. Yeah, see you later, mate. No, Let I'm me home when you get home. See yeah. ya. I, uh, I did something very similar to at the end of a tour. Um, and I think it was Munich um, where there's two airports to Munich. Yes, there are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Frankfurt, I think you mean. Actually. Frankfurt. There's Frankfurt, two airports yeah. in Frankfurt. I'd booked the band out of one airport in Frankfurt, I and then obviously the I thought I thought I'd booked me and the crew out of the same airport, but alas, I hadn't. Honest <laughs> so, mistake. Uh, we, we dropped off the band, obviously, and uh, waved them off, and it was like, oh yeah, our flight's in like an hour, and uh, it was Sam again, actually, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I've put him for a few weeks, and uh, he uh, he was just like, Craig, it's not coming up on the board, and I was like, ah, it's. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> this is like after six, seven, eight weeks of tour. Like, I'm fucked. Like, I'm just like, okay, of course I've got it right. Like, why would I find out? By this point, I must yeah. have it right. And then obviously it dawned on me that it was the wrong place. And uh, I went up to the desk and I was like, um, where's this flight? And he said about fucking 40 miles that way, mate. Like the guy at the desk. <laughs> I was like, like, no. Did and you that make cost... that flight? No. No, no we didn't even try. Us. Um, so I ended up just me and Sam just uh, ended up getting brand new flights on the flight uh, that I thought we were on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And that yeah, that cost me around five six hundred quid, I think. So, and that. that day, I'd taken a load of cash as payment as well, and it was just like oh, I had you for such a short amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, that's gone. So Goodbye, all that and money. I just handed it back. <laughs> I mean, that's an honest mistake, I think, as well. Like that could happen to just fucking anyone, no matter how prepared you are. And I think that's yeah. a very good point: is that even if you are uh, a tour manager of the year nominee, nominee every year, every year <laughs> for the last how many years now? Uh, two thousand and fifteen, I believe that. So the last five years, <laughs> both of us. Um, even when you've got that level of, of accolade and experience, you can, can you still fuck ooze it up. that much professionalism. 
<laughs> you can still fuck it up quite badly. Yeah. Well, on that. <laughs> I'm going to go and cry. <laughs> <laughs>